My name is Janine Bitson, and we're so grateful that you're here with us today. We apologize for any little glitches we've had this morning being on on site at the golf course. Every once in a while, we have breaks in our, our broadcasting, but uh, it's sure great to be right where the action is. It sure is. We're starting to see the golfers come in now. We're, uh, if you, in case you're just tuning in to Real Presence Radio Live, uh, we are at the 15th Annual Putt for a Purpose Bishop's Golf Tournament in the Diocese of Fargo. And uh, we're raising money for vocations and for youth activities. And uh, this is something we have every year. And we always have nice weather. And God didn't disappoint today either, did No, he? no. And it seems like the smoke might be lifting a little bit. It's supposed to get, you know, better today uh, for for our area, our neck of the woods anyway. Um, but we are just so grateful we, we did talk a lot about money a little bit last hour, but and I hope that's okay, you know, because it's just important to understand that these programs aren't free, and, and that, but yet they're so vitally important for the life of our faith, you know, in our parishes, in our diocese. So we really, really appreciate all that Steve brought to the table uh, to help tell us about the exciting things going on. Yes, it is. Um, I also want to give a shout out. Um, We've got 10 dioceses that are tuned in to Real Presence it's Live. It's wonderful. From Bismarck to Cheyenne, we've got Crookston and Duluth, Fargo, New Ulm is down there, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, Superior, Winona, Rochester, all those wonderful dioceses that are tuning in. Yeah, it, it is and just uh, incredible. It covers five states. Yes, and it's so important to that you support your local diocese and the efforts that they're doing. I mean, right, we're, we're broadcasting from Fargo. We've been talking a lot about Fargo today, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it's so important to support your own diocese. And speaking of going to another diocese, we're heading out to the Bismarck Diocese right now. Yeah, there's a pretty exciting event coming up out there. And now we have Amanda Jensen, the Director of Family Ministry and Respect Life. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that, Dr. Ray Garandi. I, I am so excited to be visiting with you. Um, that That is wonderful. Well, I understand that you guys said you have a little technical glitch, which means there's a dropout. <laughs> the producer well, drops it out when I say something dumb. Just when I'm saying something dumb, I have to drop it out. <laughs> No promises. Well, well, I mean, this is this is quite a quite a surprise. You know, we were going out to Bismarck, but I guess not, uh, unless you're in Bismarck at this time. Well, as I'm oh, but what a right joy! Now in Bismarck, you are smack in the middle of summer because I think your summer runs from what July 27th to August 9th is when your summer is before you get winter. Oh, I actually, I think our summer started in in april but uh we 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 have no spring and no fall it, it's summer and winter really this year for us but uh we are so grateful that you have joined us dr Rigrandi. uh i know that you are a favorite in our household i i know my daughter-in-law absolutely loves 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 your show and uh, and you when you came to Fargo last uh, time it was such a joy I never belly laughed so hard in my life at a at a event uh, you hit it out of the park and we're just so grateful that you're going to be coming to Bismarck. All I know, <coughs> excuse me, I'm both tickled in the throat. All I know is when I was in Fargo, it was in February. The wind chill was minus forty, and I asked the priest, "Are you going to cancel?" 
And he looked at me like I had three <laughs> heads, and he said, why? And I saw people showing up with windbreakers on, you know? And I was totally impressed with the yeah. sturdiness of the North Dakota people. Yeah, you get acclimated. Uh, we've had many days of 90 to 100 around here, and then the smoky haze, and and we're out eating it up in the summertime, too. So you you just got to enjoy it because you know what's coming. <laughs> Oh, oh, I guess well, I'm well, Dr. Come Ray, there, what, October thirty? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the Thirst twenty twenty one Eucharistic Conference is going to be on Saturday, October thirtieth of of this fall, and the registration actually opens today, today August second. So we're just so grateful that you're on with us this morning to to tell us about your role in this uh, twenty twenty one Eucharistic Conference out in Bismarck. Well, I don't know if I'm the fluff or not. You know, I'm uh, I'm supposed to get the get the frisbees and the beach balls gone before some of the big the big acts are coming on. Uh, but uh, I'm going to do two talks. <clears throat> I'm going to do one called either Laughter, the Sanity of Family, or or Standing Strong as a Parent Grandparent, and then I'm going to get to talk to the ladies. Which for me, okay, when I stand in front of an audience of several hundred women or however many come. Because I know you guys have big turnout. I would have dreamed about that in college. I would have thought, oh, man, <laughs> in college. Well, now I'm too old to even see them. So, you know, God's timing. You, you, you just missed it on that one. But I uh, will get the uh, chance to talk to the ladies. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Oh, that's very cool. Well, and and there's just so much that you can bring in your talks about um, family life. Uh, you know, the joys, the hiccups, the the um, ways to navigate through it with um, with the beauty of our Catholic faith. And, and that just really is a, a wonderful, wonderful ministry that you do. And when you give that talk, it's it just hits it hits close to home for all of us. Well, I understand you guys are going to have a, a pretty big attendance, right? You, you, you're talking a couple, three thousand? <clears throat> yeah, it, it, the Thirst Conference is, is pretty huge out in Bismarck. I know there's a lot of uh, Fargoans that head that way. I, I, maybe not Fargoan, Fargo diocese, I they should say. So I know that... <laughs> yeah, there you go. But it is really fun, um, and and that's going to be coming up quickly. So uh, for our listeners, the registration is opening today, August 2nd, and there are a lot of people that register, but it does fill up. So you'll want to uh, check out the uh, Eucharistic. It's Thirst 2021 Eucharistic Conference that's going to be held on Saturday, October 30th of this year. Uh Doctor, one of the things that uh, many parents are concerned about is uh, their youth, th- th- their kids, they fall away from the church. Um, do you have any advice uh, for parents uh, dealing with maybe falling away youth or, or how to talk to your kids about their faith and keeping them strong in the faith? Well, you just threw me a softball pitch. Uh, two books ago, <laughs> I wrote a book called... <laughs> Raising Upright Kids in an Upside-Down World. And I talk about the influences that seep into the house or seep into your children's lives to misshape their soul so that when a parent is looking at a 17-year-old or a 24-year-old or a 36-year-old and asking, 
what happened? We didn't raise him this way. And I can often say to them, I know you didn't raise him that way, but you underestimated the forces that did in terms of social media, in terms of smartphones, in terms of computers, in terms of media, in terms of school, in terms of everything that they imbibe. Because keeping in mind that the culture is a lot more entertaining than parents. So given that, one of the things I tell parents is, you're probably going to have to be countercultural now. You're going to have to have the strength to slow down the culture's raising of your children. Yes, you can't shield it all. Of course not. If you if you try to slow it down, but you do have to essentially say to the culture, "I'm not letting you in. I'm going to have a few more years of childhood innocence in this home, so that my values, my morals, can settle in before this kid gets assaulted." with a culture that thinks radically opposite of everything that we Christians hold dear. And I, you know, I, I always tell parents, if your kids go astray, you want it to be because they had to climb over top of you, not because you stepped aside. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah, it's, it's just so important, you know. It, I really feel like... There's so many of our listeners uh, that are going through that pain of of having a child that grew up in the faith, that all of a sudden left home, went to college, questions the faith, and now has fallen away from organized religion because the world tells us how bad it is, you know, and, and to, to counter that. Um, it takes a lot of prayer, a lot of perseverance, um, but what you do to help parents and, and help us as adults with a, a adult child, parents with adult children it is so, so important, Dr. Ray. <clears throat> Janine, let me give three soundbite pieces of advice. One, delay the smartphone the average age of a smartphone possession is now between 9 and 10 years of age. So even if you delay it to 13, which is way too early, your child will be mm-hmm. one of about 5% of kids who don't have one. That's, that's first of all, that's one. So you have to have the strength to delay that. We didn't, we didn't give our kids one until they were 16 or 17, and then under the most supervised experiences. Two, do not send your kids away to college unless they have to get a technical degree somewhere or perhaps they have a scholarship. But to get a bachelor's degree and to spend four to five years and to rack up thirty-five grand in loans so that they can get out and get a job that makes $36,000 a year with $40,000 a loan, and after 10 years, 90% of kids are not working in their college degree, that is an absolute foolish move. Have them attend college at least the first couple years from home. Third thing, number one referral I get is parents who come into my office whose kids have left the faith. And it can be at any age, okay? And I tell them this. <clears throat> they, they beat themselves up. They feel guilty. They, they feel they failed. They didn't do enough. They should have prayed the rosary in Aramaic while they levitated over broken glass, you know, and said that they sat on the couch. That's what did it. Spiritual <laughs> sloppiness. So I tell them, was Jesus perfect? Yes. Was he sinless? Yes. Could he perform miracles? Yes. Did he have a perfect understanding of human nature? Yes. Could he get most people to follow him? 
no. And then I say to them, so you think you're better at this than the God-man? You think that because you did all the spiritually formulaic things that that should guarantee it, and then somehow if it doesn't guarantee it, you fail? That makes no sense. I have ten kids. They're in very 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 Yeah, of course. We think we're better than Christ. You know, most people didn't follow him. Most people didn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. And and yet, uh, Dr. Ray, it's we need to remember as parents and and uh, people who run ministry programs that it's God who converts; it's not us, you know. But uh, we do need to to help give the tools, you know. And God speaks through you when you speak at things like the Thirst Conference or when you did at our radio banquet. You know, God speaks through you, and I'm just grateful for for your words and help how you help parents navigate that because it is one of probably the hardest things they ever go through in their life is if they have a child fall away from the faith. This is not a culture anymore that will cooperate with parents. It does not set up guideposts morally. I was reading some statistics. Uh, I think it was Pew or Gallup. They basically said from 2004, to 2020 or 21, the percentage of people in our culture who now believe that it is perfectly morally okay to live together before marriage is 87%. All right? They said uh, the percentage that believe that same-sex unions uh, as a marriage are perfectly okay as well is the 60s and 70%. So you keep in mind, if you have traditional morals, Christian moral, you're in a minority. And and to the degree that you want to live those morals, you're really in a minority. So you have to understand God is no longer on your side and you better be strong as all get out as a parent. If my kid if my kids get resentful and rebellious because I had standards, then so be it. As long as I give them all the love I can give them and all the hugs and kisses that I can give them and all the unconditional love I can give them, I've done my job. And I'm gonna have the standards. And it's like my wife said. We were asked to be faithful in raising them. After that, we're not going to blame ourselves. Well, that, that's, that's just uh, beautiful words, and I'm just so grateful you shared that with our listening audience today and, and that you will also share you know, more of that at the, the 2021 Thirst Conference, uh, that's Eucharistic Conference, I should say, that's going to be held on Saturday, October 30th, um, and you can register today. Uh, it opens up August 2nd today. Uh, you can start registering for this. You'll have Dr. Ray Garendi uh, speaking um, to three different groups. Well, two different topics. And then you said also the women's group. Um, what topic will you speak to them about? I don't know. I had been toyed with, uh, toying with, it's called the logic of being Catholic. How logic and evidence brought me back to the Catholic faith. Ooh, ooh, that sounds like a really good one. You know, and as we're going through these five weeks of uh, the Gospel of St. John, uh, the the Eucharistic discourse, uh, so to speak, how beautiful is that? I mean, can't get much more logical about what we believe as Catholics in John 6. And, and how wonderful is that? Uh, Wow, that's the source and summit of our faith. I mean, if we can keep people clinging to the Eucharist, we, we keep a strong Catholic faith, for sure. 
All right. Well, we thank uh, Dr. Ray Grandy for joining us. He'll be speaking at the Thirst 2021 Eucharistic Conference. Uh, once again, that's going to be Saturday, October 30th. Registration opens today. I am assuming that you can go to the Bismarck Diocese website and uh, uh, register for that or just uh, Google Thirst 2021 Eucharistic Conference and you can register. That's that. what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Just do Thirst 2021 Eucharistic Conference. And uh, it's always been outstanding. And Dr. Ray Grandy, thank you so much for for being there for this conference. Uh, I know every everything I've ever listened to you about or, or uh, seen and witnessed in your, your speaking engagements, you just knock it out of the park. And uh, I thank you so much for for what you do for our God. Thank you. And we will be right back. Thanks for staying with us.